The gods that once ruled Proxima shaped its nations a thousand years ago in the last war. The powerful artifacts they left behind have kept peace through the balance of power between nations. But power changes, and balance is delicate. Dangle. Welcome to Dingles and Dangles, a Dungles and Dongles podcast. I am your Dungle Master, Andre Viaplana, here with Lex Simpson. I still can't believe that's our name three episodes in. <laughs> Saw your Wade. I knew it was the name as soon as we said it the first time. And Samantha Grubb. I want to give this rose to the name Dingles and Dangles, a Dongles and Dangles podcast. <laughs> wow, you're wearing a full Bachelor outfit. Wait, I, was, is that a good thing or a bad thing in The Bachelor? I never watched it. It's good. Oh my it's, god. Okay. It's good. Yeah, they give someone a rose and then they send their ass home. Yeah, Dang, the rose of death. A, Come on. That's nice. That sounds it. like a conciliary thing. You know, a consig- consigli- whatever. Like a mafia thing. Like a booby prize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I'm Yo. sorry, here's your rose. Go. I've given people roses to break up before. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, I dated a flamenco up. dancer for a while. It just seemed appropriate. It seemed I don't worse. believe worse. you. She has enough roses. <laughs> I did it with my teeth. That's the only oh, way we communicated yeah. was yeah. through dance. And frankly, I couldn't keep up. Oh, wow. Well, you know, but, you know. Oh, <laughs> this is the exact kind of thing. Should, we all, should we all snort on command? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, yeah, it's not a command. It's not a real good snort, use of our, Samantha. It's a good use of our time. We should, okay, snort on three. One, two, three. <laughs> Holy Sam snort. <laughs> I got a late one. Just, just like multiply that times three. Just, <laughs> I am going to add Andre, just echo. sync it up so it so I don't sound so late. Just pitch I'm it low for it. Sawyer. <laughs> I'm not going to edit this at all. I uh, feel so disrespected right now. Oh. Why? Because you're making fun of my snort. Because of your haircut? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's bad. You guys, guys should it's see a, his a, hair. I'm it really is. glad that this is a podcast right now. <laughs> I would never disrespect a snort. A snort laugh is the most honest laugh on the planet. Like you can't fake a snort laugh. How were you? Oh, I have faked many. Defining your hair earlier, <laughs> you're like. Oh, I look like I belong on the cover of a vinyl record by like a '50s Christian women's choral group. So like you country do. album. Like, you cut the bangs really short and then gave them, like, the frizziest barrel curl up. It's terrible. I hate it. Oh, look at that swoop. You look amazing. Aww. It's, uh, the name of my vinyl is, uh, He Touched Me, The Lord. <laughs> In parentheses, The Lord. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, time for a recap. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to get us settled in. Uh, last time, our party paid a visit to the Ember Monastery, an enclave of monks who dedicate themselves to tending the Ember Hearth, a fireplace which generates powerful elemental fire. Once there, our party discovered that the flame was barely burning, the monks had been attacked by troglodytes under the cover of an unnatural storm, and they had made off with the magical bellows used by the monks to feed the fire. Now, all of the monks are in prayer, holding the flame for as long as they can, and leaving the town of Clayborough defenseless against the Prickly Pear Gang. What's worse, emissaries of the Steel Dwarves and the High Elves have come to collect their share of the flame, and are being occupied by just one exhausted intern, Travis. Uh, the head of the Ember Monastery, Sister Ember, asked the party to follow the troglodytes northeast to an oasis in the desert, loaning them a sand skipper to speed up their travel. Hey, how dare you? Uh, it's not a slur. After trying to drive the entire trip, Leafjim finally got her chance when the squad was ambushed by a constrictor worm. 
Mendo tried sailing away, but the worm gave chase, ripping Polly from the back of the ship and forcing Leaf Jim to take the wheel and turn the sandboat around, while Mendo blasted Eldritch Fire at the worm. After multiple failed attempts to escape the worm's clutches, Polly worked his flail arm free and socked the worm right in the gizzard with a holy yeah! smite, slaying it. Yeah. And now we rejoin our squad some ways into the Sovereign Desert, a big worm corpse at their feet. Wait, the, the, the desert is sovereign? It's called the Sovereign Desert. The Sovereign Desert. So it's not owned by any, like, royal... Okay, just keep do in mind. Do, do, like history history <laughs> do you want to do a history check? You want to do a history check? Yeah. You want to fucking explore my fucking lore, bro? <laughs> you don't have to get all I'm fucking... I'm also going to do a history check. I want this. You guys want to learn about my fucking world that I fucking nurture and care for, motherfuckers? My history? Oh, I just threw my D20 clear across the room. That's you probably know, a failure. History right? is full of passion. Uh, 13. I have a 19. So I Ooh. defer to Polly. <laughs> you you start to get a feeling you're like, oh, I guess sovereign means like, you know, it's not like independent, I guess. And then uh, Polly just uh, lifts up a big history book from his backpack. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Polly, you know that the Sovereign Desert was named for the Sovereign, a massive ancient gold dragon that was sent to Babylex to watch over it. When the Great Happening occurred and the planar wars were occurring on the material world, uh, the metallic dragon god sent down a, a uh, watchman, essentially, to see over the desert and make sure that all things just and right were maintained. However, you know that the sovereign uh, has not been seen in some 800 years. Uh, so I tell uh, uh, Mendo, vocalize that question. I relay so that. I say, uh... <laughs> so, uh, uh, so to be clear, the sovereign is the name of an ancient gold dragon that should so, be watching this desert. Yeah. So I say, I say to Mendo, I say, uh, well, uh, according to this book, uh, they don't have a king, but they do have a dragon. But he's not here. Yep. That's it. Okay. Uh, the worm burps. <laughs> death, death burp. <clears throat> Out of character. This was a sand worm, not a Y W Y R M, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. It's like a long wormy worm. A worm, a worm style a worm. Not a worm, worm, but a worm. A wormy worm. <laughs> uh, well, Leaf Jim wants to roll for survival and see in what ways we can take parts of this here worm and maybe eat it or use it for shelter. <laughs> We're on a boat. I'm just, we have shelter. <laughs> it, it's a six. <laughs> Uh, so as you uh, look to uh, slice in this worm, you actually do notice that uh, right around the, <laughs> I believe we are calling it the gizzard, uh, there is, that's what it is. Um, a thicker, like, uh, it looks like the worm has already swallowed something. There is something there. Um, but, you know, you don't really know how to make anything out of this worm. Uh, I, I don't know if this is a, it's, it's woman or man parts, but it, it's, it looks a bit strange right here. Wait, do worms have man I'm not... Uh, you know what? I retract my question. Uh, Mendo, uh, here, uh, seeing Leaf Jim start to work over this thing and you see this, like, fatter area of the worm, uh, you get uh, a vision comes over you. You see yourself cutting into the worm with a hot knife, and it shakes free. Yeah, okay, let's do it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I see Mendo come up next to me and he pulls out a knife oh well i mean i, I it's already dead love i, I don't know nobody ask gonna... any questions this is something i have to do oh okay i back up i'm gonna cut into that sucker 
Alright, you cut into that sucker and you see from one of the worm's several stomachs a uh, half-digested creature pours out. This uh, like medium-sized, maybe like a, a four and a half foot tall humanoid, half-digested, its face completely melted away. Uh, it smells like shit. Give me a constitution saving throw. <laughs> uh, it's under five. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, great. You uh, begin to feel like you're going to vomit. You get you undergo the poisoned condition. It gives you disadvantage on all sorts of things. Yay. Uh, but uh, you're, if you're able to, if you want to like get away from this thing and clear yourself the smell, yeah. it will, uh, you know, you'll feel a lot better. Yeah. I'm going to get towards the boat and hurl. <laughs> you guys see all this uh, I'm not grossed out so I guess I'm used to gross things so maybe I go up and look at it uh, uh, go ahead and give me that oh content. god why did I why do I keep following visions uh. I go ahead and put the the kettle on for to make some tea great <laughs> uh, am I still a cockroach yeah. man um, you no. I believe you were turned back into a handsome boy oh uh, that's right that's right I crinkled back down into a handsome one Okay, uh, then that's a 10. Um, yeah, you still, you also fail, you also start, like, just feeling poisoned and retching, but you do notice, uh, at the last second, there is a bag around this thing, most of its clothes have dissolved away, and, uh, the strap of this bag is a little fucked up, but, uh, there is a sealed bag. Uh, can uh, I grab it before I go join Mendo yeah, and vomiting? Yeah, you grab it and run back towards <laughs> Mendo. Uh, it, it is covered in bile, but, uh... Uh, you know, you're able to wipe it off with some sand. <laughs> Boys, I, I, let's not play with with our food. <laughs> no. Fool, I'm not done. What? Oh, no, we don't have to eat this. Oh, oh. I don't think this is going to be on the menu tonight. Yeah. Um, as I puke, my little mandibles come out, and that's where the puke comes out of. It's like a, it's like a predator where there's a tinier mouth, and that's what's vomiting. <laughs> Great. Mendo sees this and hurls once more. <laughs> uh, it's a horrifying sight. <laughs> Polly, what's that in your hand? Well, it's, a, it's some sort of bag. <clears throat> and I hand it to her. Uh, yeah, I, I switch the bag for a cup of tea, and I give Mendo a cup of tea as well. All right. <laughs> yeah, you just place a cup of tea in his very sticky, bile-covered hand. Drink this. <laughs> You'll feel better. All right, so I, I have Ooh, this I bag in my hand. Uh, hmm. Yeah, you do. It seems to be made, like, it seems to be, like, fully sealed and made of some kind of, like, rubbery material as though it's, like, a waterproof bag. Oh, like a Ziploc? Yeah, it's like a big Ziploc gallon freezer bag. Ah. But opaque. Um, where did you find this, Polly? Is this yours? Uh, you see a cut-open worm with a body spilling uh, out of its stomach. Well, I, I've, you know, I... I don't like to steal things, but it seems that the poor chap has no use for it, so uh, I'll go ahead and open it. I back away from I her. I try. <laughs> you pop it open, and you see a ton of black smoke just flushes out of this thing. Perfect, uh, perfect. It, it, it swirls you for a moment, but then a breeze comes along and blows it away. It doesn't make you cough or anything, it just seems to be like darkness. Uh, and once it has cleared, you can see into the bag, there is a broken bottle. There is a second bottle that seems to be filled with moving smoke. Uh, there is a third bottle that seems to be filled with a red fiery liquid. 
And then, uh, th and this bottle has a the Ember Monastery's logo on it. Product placement. And then you see you see a scroll <laughs> with a broken seal, and the seal uh, is also in the shape of a flame. Oh, it looks like someone's recycling bag. Honestly, uh, there's some bottles in here with some interesting looking smoke. Mindo, uh, uh, what what do you what? what do you make of this? I. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, knowledge, uh, what, what's my knowledge, arcana? Oh, everyone can give me an arcana check. 16. 18. One. <laughs> oh, uh, Polly, this is obviously a meal prep. Uh, <laughs> you know one uh, of those, uh, hey guys, it's one of those package services where they, you know, you don't want to cook, you don't want to do, go shop, so they send a little emissary, they bring you all your food for you. Oh. Yeah. Uh... I, I'm sh right, my sweet boy. Right. Um. <laughs> I'm smiling really hard right now. I I do like that you rolled higher than me, so you just totally grandma me. Was, what do you think this <laughs> is? Like completely knowing what it is. Uh yes. Uh, what was that roll again, Mendo? Sixteen. Great. Uh, so you uh you and uh, uh Leaf Gem both know that uh this smoke bottle is definitely like a smoke bomb of some kind a little you you just saw it fill like a 30 foot radius you can assume that this thing would do the same um and that it would work better if you were indoors uh this potion however is uh definitely a potion of fire resistance the ember monastery is known for making these things uh uh, using elemental flame in their potion production, they're able to make uh, people resistant to flame, and that would give you essentially uh, resistance to fire, which is half of damage. Oh, well, half. I saw some in their gift shop. <laughs> uh, uh, you now, uh, putting, things, putting things together, you can see that this body, which has very long arms and short legs, is definitely a troglodyte, which is why it smelled so bad. Well, I just thought it was because it was a decaying body. Uh, can I read the scroll? Uh, yes, you certainly can. You open the scroll and you see it is written in common. I know that. What's it? Uh. It is addressed up top to the noble King Gloop, and its text reads as follows. Your largeness. We who kneel at the all-consuming fire admire your boundless appetite, a trait you share with our lord. I hope that the fire newts I've sent you have prepared you an adequate feast. Once the eternal bellows are delivered to me, you can expect the same and more for every meal. I humbly await your success. Father Silicus, Burnmaster of Emix, and below it the insignia of a fist gripping a lit torch. This you know to be the symbol of the fire cultists who burned down High Harvest Leaf Jim's village. I drop the scroll. It sinks into the muddy sand. I pick up the scroll and read it myself. You don't have to reread it. It's okay. I'm just... I, pe I read it as well over his shoulder, but you do need to reread it. I kind of alter it so you can read a little better. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys have all read the contents of that scroll. Well, I, I think I'd like to have a chat with this, this King Gloop. What was his name? It was King Gloop. I got it it's right the from first King time. Or to King Gloop. What a strange name it's for a king. It's addressed to King Gloop from Father Silicus, Burnmaster of Imix. Uh, Imix, you guys know to be uh, an evil fire elemental that's very powerful that is worshipped by fire cultists. This is all a lot to take in, uh, but I'm sure that this King Gloop 
has something to do with this. I'm worried if we don't catch up with these guys, it's going to get a lot hairier a lot faster. All right. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I just, the difference between killing a troglodyte or, you know, negotiating the release of a mystical object from a troglodyte and a king or an entire cult or they're on the different. We should get back in the boat. You're right. But it has been a long day. Let's get back in the, the, the skipper. I look at Polly to see if I'm saying the part of the word that he doesn't like. Or is it uh, I sand? I raise an eyebrow, and then when she says sand, I raise it even further. Uh, let's get back on the, the boat. Let's. <laughs> uh, you guys pile onto the boat. Uh, I imagine Mendo's driving. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, I did okay. <laughs> you did do fine. Yeah. You did great. Uh, uh, well, uh... At this uh, point, Mendo just likes driving. <laughs> it's fine. Alright, you, you can help. <laughs> Grandma, I can drive I can drive myself, Jim Jim. <laughs> I know you can. You're a big, strong boy who can see... She's just over... try, still trying to grab the... <laughs> <laughs> who can definitely see over the wheel. Can't you bat in a hatch, maybe? Uh... Yeah. I'm fully the only one who can look over the wheel <laughs> naturally, and I'm not offering any help. <laughs> I don't think there's a wheel. Is there a wheel? It's a rudder-like thing. It's like a, oh, yeah. you know, it's like you control it from the back. Yes. Uh, is, is this the point where we take a short rest, or? Uh, yeah, you or guys can take a... take a short rest. You guys, uh, whoever's uh, doing light activity, I would consider driving over smooth sands. You guys get the... Uh, boat out of this muddier sandy area and you begin your smoother sailings again can we can we have a poly like push from the back <laughs> like we're stuck in mud and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i put some i put some kitty litter under the rudder <laughs> all right so give me some athletics check you do an athletics check to see if you do it well that is a 24 uh, yeah, he just, you see, he just, like, fucking rips his shirt off and just hosses this <laughs> shit. Fully, fully, yeah, Popeye's your ass all the way out of here. I feel uh, so good about it, guys. You're going so much faster than you were, oh, just over sand. <laughs> <laughs> That's my strong boy. Uh, I'm pushing no, real hard, Yeah, I feel so oh, strong. Yeah. Polly, so strong, pushing so hard. Uh, and you guys get going, you all hop into the boat, and you're able to travel. Uh, I believe you're on a travel schedule that had you guys, you know, traveling just before dawn and stuff like that. So you're in the cooler part of the day when you're traveling. So in the early evening, you guys uh, settle down and uh, begin to make uh, camp. You you can anchor the boat in its four corners and uh, make your campsite. Does this boat float just out out of curiosity, is this like a floaty thing that we use the wind to sail, or is it like literally going through sand, like water? It's skipping on top of the sand. Like, it has so many sails that it's just catching and skimming over like a rock over a lake. Perfect. Well, let's set up uh, camp. Yeah. You guys set up camp? Uh, what are you guys doing? Uh, you know, this is going to be your long rest uh, for the day. Uh, I've always liked starting the fire. That's going to be my... That's going to be Mendo's little thing, just to gather whatever sticks, logs, etc. Nice yeah, there's a, there's, a hand, there's a little bit of firewood still on the boat yet uh, that you guys are able to. And if not, if the worm up. dislodged any wood, repurpose it. 
<laughs> worm did not dislodge any wood. Uh, what a gross word. <laughs> dislodged. Context dislodged wood. Um, I want to... Leaf Jim will do a survival check to see... To make sure that the the weather's going to be good. Or if we need oh, to yeah, set yeah. up a, a tent or some sort of covering. Yeah, you just try to... You, you just, like, lay down on the ground and try to feel it in your bones. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and give me a survival check. It's a 14. Uh, skies are clear. Um, you do know that an unnatural storm is what, you know, took on the Ember Monastery, but there is no sign of a, a cloud in sight. My Clear's favorite that. thing about Leaf Gem is that I genuinely suspect about... 200 years ago she was like a really badass like just some sort of crazy adventurer and Fully it's like a level 15 adventurer yeah, yeah. N- now it's just like her excellent r- out of retirement phase kind of a thing happening you need a hobby. Uh, I, it's going to be clear today uh tonight so uh no need to put up any any kind of leaf gem you see overhead is a full moon would you look at that moon? Boys, boys. Uh, I tap them both. Look, look at the moon. Uh, can I roll to see if there was supposed to be a full moon? By chance? Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah You're okay. definitely into astronomy. We'll just call that an intelligence uh, nature check. Intelligence nature. This is a really good time to discuss if any of us are lycanthropes. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, that's an 11. <laughs> Uh, an 11? Um, yeah, you, you, you were in the midst of a waxing gibbous, okay. for sure. Yeah, good vocabulary. You lived Thank that you. gibbous alone. Thank you. I know my cycles, it. dude. Uh, you got to. That's like the first thing you got to know as a dungeon master, is <laughs> lunar cycles. Uh, my interest in it is waning, but damn. Oh. Yeah, it, but speaking to the, you can give me a religion check to see if there's, if you know of any significance to it. Okay. Four. Uh, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> but it's nice, you know. You get to see the full friends of your new, full faces of your new friends. Ah, this is this is a holiday all on its own. You know what is religion? But <laughs> no, but seriously, is anybody a werewolf or a wear anything? There's a lot of. I encountered a were turtle once. It's still chasing you to this day. <laughs> <laughs> I think my boys look. Extra handsome, even under the moonlight. <laughs> you said so much. <laughs> you miss you miss your village so much. It's so fucking sad. <laughs> oh no. I wear I wear um, my nightcap. That gives me good dreams because I need them tonight. It's one of those sad. She's like petting us and staring into the distance. My good boys, precious boys. Living boys. <laughs> I, I put my fingers on their on their necks to check for their pulse. Yeah, that's good. Such an uncomfortable way to sleep. Someone pressing on your jugular. Uh, okay, yeah, you guys got my, my giant brawny arm wrapped around them. Oh yeah, you guys go to sleep in a, in a nice little uh, sleeping bag pile next under the stars next to the fireplace. Um, Leaf Jim, you're wearing your Good night, night cat. Your good night cap. Oh no, I am. Aren't I? Uh, she took it back. She said she's wearing that. No, I have good. I I go to sleep and I have dreams about uh, making delicious b- berry pies and having all of my friends come and celebrate 
my 375th birthday party. Oh, is that your best birthday yeah, ever? That was a good birthday. <laughs> 375. Best one out of the 419. Um, yeah, the, you guys all uh, hit the hay. Um, in the night, Polly, you uh, go to sleep, and in your dreams, you are on a beautiful sandy beach it extends as far as you can see in either direction with beautiful clear water lapping up gently at your feet on the shore um there is bright light everywhere overhead it touches your skin with warmth but it doesn't seem to be coming from any sun or any direct source it's just everywhere it's all around you and you feel a connection to a beautiful radiance, uh, something that you felt as a kid, but you know maybe in your years getting further and further into your indoctrination in the Church of the Holy Radiance <laughs> has not a cult. you know yeah not not a cult just a church and uh, but you know you you maybe have lost some of this feeling but now you're feeling it full force again and it is making you uh, maybe a little emotional mm-hmm. and uh, in it. You, you, you see you see stemming out from your feet are footsteps in the sand going in many different directions winding and turning on different paths and you hear a voice in your head your path is your own choice don't let anyone define it for you and you level up oh I'm a little, I'm a little confused I've only ever had one path and this is, this is leaf a, gem uh... oh, yeah, <laughs> oh fine uh, no no sorry Polly Polly <laughs> Oh, do you want to answer? Do you want to answer the voice? Oh, I was just gonna. I, I was just saying how I felt. I felt like <laughs> new opportunities were at hand. Oh, leave Jim. Your turn. <laughs> so sorry, Polly. Oh. Uh, uh, but yeah, you're. Uh, oh, the idea that the holy voice cuts him off. Yeah, I'll talk to you later. Uh, <laughs> you're just. You're just uh, yeah, no, uh, but, no, seriously, is there anything you'd like to, uh, you know, do on this beach? Uh, I'm, I'm more just, uh, like, like happy but still confused at the thought of having any sort of choice and how I proceed, because I've never been given that sort of choice. You stand there, and the waves continue to lap over your feet. Uh, we zoom out of Polly's head and back into Leaf Gems. Uh, Leaf Jim, you just, oh man, the last guest, it was a, ra- a rowdy party, yes. so many berry uh, pies eaten. So much uh, dancing, uh, the the hearth is, is ablaze, and I'm wearing my favorite blue flower dress. Uh, you see Figgis, <gasps> your husband, uh, sidles up next to you on the love seat, <laughs> and um, uh, he's like, did you have a good birthday? Was the best, my love. Thank you so much. He says, uh, "Here, I, I know, uh, I know. You said no gifts, but I got you what? a little something." And he pulls out a small box. And what's this? Uh, hands it over to you. It's a, uh, a black box with a silver ribbon. I untie the ribbon and I open up the box. Um, there is a, a little, uh, rattle with kind of like a moon crater shaped into the sphere 
you are a circle of the moon druid. The moon is a powerful symbol for you and your people. Uh, so it's like a, a rattle with a, a a little moon at the end. Goes, I know I know we have a happy life together, but I just thought, you know, maybe we'll add to do it. Maybe share our happiness with someone else. I'm I'm confused. I I, I thought I thought you didn't want to try anymore, but of course. Seeing you bake all those damn berry pies. Oh, figures. I just you thought. Oh, I just thought. Oh, I just thought. Oh. You know, I just thought. Oh. <laughs> there should be someone else to take a slice of that pie. Yes. Well, I think we could give it another try. And we fade up and out of Leaf Gems. Uh, dream where she is wearing her cap and smiling. Uh, she levels up and remembers many of her uh, old tricks as a circle of the moon druid. We pan over to a tossing and turning Mendo. <laughs> uh, sweating even in the cold night. Uh, you're next to this fire, but you know, uh, as but as you're tossing and turning, you know, uh, you feel Leaf Jim's fingers on your pulse, <laughs> and um, you begin shifting a little less. And we, we go into your head, and you're in this black void again. <sighs> this pale, featureless face still before you. You're on the path. Yeah. Do you like my power? Yeah, yeah, yes. Is it serving you well? Uh, I think so. <laughs> You're on your world quest, Mendo. <laughs> For most hobbits, they see a few places, get drunk in a few too many bars, get kicked out, and then they come back home with a bunch of stories that they're going to embellish over fireworks and cigars. Well, that's not your story. You're going to free me, and I'm going to give you the power to do it. You feel your veins fill with fire. It is painful, but then you feel it shoot out of your hands and eyes, and uh, it concentrates itself back to where your heart is, and you feel something pulling out from your heart, now at the center of this fire. Uh, it, the fire starts bursting out of your chest, rotating until it is a disc, and you see now on your chest, hanging around your neck, is a medallion with a pentagram on it. You see a chain extends down from the bottom of the medallion, uh, shoots out and forms like more and more chains are shooting out and forming into the shape of a creature you chose to roll for this randomly your pact of the chain feature is a pseudo dragon Pseudodrag. today uh, and you see this um, uh, red pseudo dragon curled up wakes from a slumber and looks at you in the eyes and goes oh hey there friend huh. hey Okay. Okay. Oh, boy. We're gonna have a lot of fun together. Yeah, I bet. I'm... I'm gonna go back to 
Wait, am I? Uh... Mando, you wake up yeah. with a start as you realize you're in a dream, and you see sitting on your chest, staring you in the eyes, is the same pseudo dragon from your yeah. dream, and also around your neck is the medallion from your dream. Can I? I feel the the pseudo dragon lick my my fingers <laughs> that are on his pulse. Uh, it straight up bites your fingers. <laughs> Get away from him! What? I I wake up. Oh. oh. What is that? I, I I slap it with my hand. <laughs> Starts spewing fire. Yeah, oh. Hey 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 I'm hey! Still, hey. I'm, I'm still dead asleep. <laughs> oh, question, Andre. Question. Yes. Does Does Twinkie have a dream? Ah, uh, yeah. We <laughs> cut over to <laughs> the, as this uh, scrap begins <laughs> with the pseudo dragon getting into it with Leaf Jim. Uh, we pan back over to Polly and we push in on the little fallout shelter around his neck and into the <laughs> little sleeping quarters. It's bigger inside than it is outside, so it's like a little apartment mm -hmm. for Twinkie. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he's like just chilling on a, a lazy boy, uh, <laughs> uh, just fully asleep in a recliner. Uh, and we cut into his head, and it's just him and a million fucking roaches all crawling over each other. <laughs> we pan back out, and it's just a sweet, soft smile on his little cockroach face. Oh, Twinkie! I love it. Uh, but Twinkie does uh, awake with a start as he hears the scrap begin. It's actually about time to wake up, uh, you know, before dawn. And, uh, you know, Twinkie uh, comes to the aid of Leaf Jim. <laughs> okay, okay, stop, stop. I don't... I'm... Uh, he stops with an instant as soon as you say that. Okay. okay. I'm going to slowly hide the medallion. <laughs> Jim, Jim, do you have anything stronger than tea? Uh, I forgot to load up. I have got some caramels. <laughs> hey, I, I hand them you packed. Is this, is this, uh, what is this creature? I'm a familiar. He's a familiar. You don't seem Pseudo very. Dragons, can, can this one talk specifically or only to me? Uh, let me check. Pseudo dragons can't. I just, I want to, I have them up. Oh, they cannot? No. They can understand. Oh. Uh, according to this, they understand common and draconic, but can't speak. Ah, yes. Well, then you can uh, assume that it's just making chittering noises <laughs> and just kind of communicating everything it's said so far. Uh, can I say, uh, uh, in draconic, like, hey there, little guy. Oh, welcome to the team. Don't, Glad to have you. It don't, perks Polly. up hearing the draconic language and it's like, whoa. Polly, don't yeah. do that. Don't, that's... I speak draconic, by the way. I, uh, I went there on a, mi on a mission trip. Uh, <laughs> it wraps itself around Mendo's neck, like a, like a mink coat, mink scarf. Aww. As long as you're okay with it, Mendo, uh, you can keep your new pet. Uh, you know, Polly has his, you have yours. Mendo slowly, <laughs> deliberately eats his caramel. <laughs> Very silently. We should probably pack up. All right. The day is new. Uh, Let's go ahead and find these fire elemental cultists and let's kick their butts. Uh, silence for another five minutes as you guys pack up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a morning person. <laughs> no, I'm so clearly no one else is. The pseudo dragon starts it's drinking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna, uh, Mendo issues the, the rudder this time and sits instead of the bow. Sure, why not the bow? Uh, which, is that the front or the back? That's the back. Oh, boy. <laughs> What's the front? 
I know, I know all Starboard. you 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 ask me about any gibbous and I know it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you start on boat terms. You start on a, a term of something that I created. <laughs> There's the stern. The bow is the forward. Yay, I was right. Yeah, it's the front. Bam. Yeah. At the bow, you know, just kind bow, of staring you know, and sitting across from the pseudo dragon, just kind of staring at it. <laughs> uh, you can name it if you like. Uh, we'll get there. <laughs> You gotta spend some name. time with it, understand its personality. Um, yeah, I think if you get voice of the chain master, you can understand it. Uh, uh, oh yeah, no, I, I can. I have limited telepathy, and it can understand me. Oh, you do have those features. Yes. Oh, with oh, so. uh, the pseudo dragon, I get uh, up to hundred feet. It can it, it can communicate simple ideas, emotions, and images with any creature. All right. But I know I do too, as the warlock, as the actual. How big okay. is this pseudo dragon? It's like a two or three feet long. It's like a little kitty cat. Yeah, I don't have yeah, a little kitty cat. Unfortunately, it, kitty its description cat. is tiny dragon. That's adorable. Oh, uh, it's a tiny dragon. Uh, yeah, you guys are traveling, uh, getting to know this little dragon boy. Uh, <laughs> I like the uh, name Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> I just throw out names because I. I'm like, why hasn't he? I named also him yet? like the name Nicholas. Right? Holy and I like <laughs> the name Nicholas. Oh no. Oh no, Leaf Jim is a tattered old baby names book. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to have grandchildren and name a bunch of creatures, but uh, you know <laughs> how about Orphelius? You went from Nicholas to Orphelius. I'm going in alphabetical order. <laughs> Skipped right over Noel then. <laughs> uh, all right, <laughs> y'all are on the sand skipper, traveling over sand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's blasting up the sides of the boat. You guys are getting a lot of sand in your uh, mouths. I, despite that, I still throw out baby names like, how about Raquel? <laughs> Did you know that in your teeth? Twinkie is actually a patronym. In our family. <laughs> Another full five minutes of silence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in it is uh, you travel for a full day without incident, and it is not until. Um, I I do want to revisit. Who has the bag full of? There's like a. So there's the bottle of smoke and then the the potion, right? Yes, the potion of fire resistance. Yes. Uh, we never quite went over all all of that. It. Is that like a permanent thing, or is that a, hey, we know we're... That's, uh, it lasts, I think, an hour. These potions, you know, they're not permanent, but they, they are a little boost if you know you're going into a fight. All right. Uh, Continue. Yeah, uh, you guys take stock of your uh, your materials, and then you, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's already uh, going to be late afternoon, beginning early evening, when you guys uh, uh, crest over a dune... Uh, but it's flatter on one end than the other, so you guys get a ton of air. Uh, and when you guys are mid-air, kind of slow motion for a second, your sails catch some wind that you see you're looking down on this sandy valley. And it is in, uh, and in the sandy valley you, below you, you see uh, a small oasis. But uh, it is but a dot at the edge of your vision. Uh, you see further away from that, there appears to be some kind of stand, like a trading stand of some kind just set up out here in the middle of the fucking desert 
and as you guys begin to approach closer and closer, you begin to realize this oasis is like 10 feet by 10 feet. It's like, and you're supposed to be haunting like a troglodyte, like squadron. Uh, you know, it's, it's incredibly small. Must, this is obviously the wrong oasis, uh, I think. Uh, but you guys do see as you get closer uh, that this sta- there is a halfling standing behind this old rickety wooden sa- uh, sand blasted wooden stand, uh, and uh, he seems to be wearing a b- pair of big fat goggles, and he has a big a pair of big bushy ass uh, oh, sideburns. Another gnome, you say? No, a uh, halfling. Oh, halfling. Never mind. Put on your glasses, Jim. Jim. Oh yes. You're- Squeaks. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, would you guys like to approach this shop? Uh, this I little... love commerce. I think we should go talk to him. Well, I, I could uh, use a lemonade, so. Tell me if they have booze. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys roll up and anchor uh, the boat where you see uh, that now this, this halfling is standing up on top of his little counter and uh, waving you guys down. He goes, Hey there! Hey, howdy! Oh, hello. Hi. Good day to you, sir. Good day to all of you. Not too often we get travelers through here. What is your name? Uh, My name is is Sally Leaf Jim Grinzaya. And this here, this boy right here is Polonius. We call him Polly. And this this other young gentleman is is Mendo. I'm having an existential crisis. Oh, yes, he has. has Aren't we all, Sonny? (laughs) What's your name, good sir? Um, they call me Old Cookie. Uh-huh. <laughs> old Cookie. Otherwise known as Cookie Shoehorn. Cookie Shoehorn. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. We're, we're happy to be your customers. Can I roll? Can I roll, well, can hey, I roll to see if I... is over here and get some water. <laughs> well, thank you. Andre, can I, can I roll yeah. to see if I recognize Shoehorn the name? Uh, yeah, you could roll for that. You can roll a, a history. That's a 14. <laughs> I mean, you don't know this guy. He's just like a oh, fucking random desert guy. <laughs> yeah, he's not famous. Um, oh, man. Uh, although, uh, uh, Mendo, you can give me like a charisma check. Uh, that's what we we'd usually use for, you know, knowing someone specific. Fourteen. Uh, you know Shoehorn? That is a family from Barkvale. Like, you know the Shoehorn family. They're like, they're like three holes down from the hat rests. Oh. Eh. I have other. I have more important things to think about. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> Old Cookie, that's my name. Cookie Shoehorn. Oh man! All right, well, yeah, come get come get some cups of water. I got some clay cups for y'all. And he starts pouring out a pitcher of water. It's a little sandy, but you know. Thank you. This is quite delicious. I, I suffer through the grit, and I just keep drinking. You just gotta keep your teeth closed. That's as a filter. <laughs> Excellent manners out here. I'm really impressed. Uh, uh, now, Cookie, uh, that there oasis, I guess we were expecting something a little bit bigger. Uh, oh, that there oasis? Yes. Oh, oh, it's y'all's first time to the oasis. How, how, I, 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 how rude of me to not explain the situation. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, well, you know, you walk into that oasis, is more than uh, meets the eye, you know? <laughs> oh, uh... Could you And that's elaborate. my version of explaining it. <laughs> oh, very nice. Uh, it, it, uh, what else do you sell here, Cookie? Ah, 
Oh, I said a lot of things. He he pulls out like a, a, a like a knife roll almost, except when he unrolls it, like a bunch of big shit comes out of it. Uh, he's got like I've got a big old pot of water. <laughs> I got uh, some health potions right here if you're interested. Wait, what was uh, the second thing I did? Health potions. I have health potions for all y'all, um, and. Uh, you know, not too much, not too much. I got this uh, dark sacrificial dagger. <laughs> you see uh, a black hilted dagger with uh, an uh, obsidian blade. Oh, wow. can, can we get that engraved? Do you do engravings? Uh, I just find things and sell them. Oh, okay. Do you uh, have booze? Oh, I got a little bit of my own desert moonshine. Uh, I would like to inquire on the dark sacrificial dagger. Oh, just a moment. I'm getting out the moonshine, son. Be patient. Uh, okay. <laughs> he pulls out a jug that is covered in X's. <laughs> like, so many X's. I'll have some of that. How much? Uh, he pops the cork, and you're already drunk. Uh, cool. Oh, that's, uh, that's strong there. I'm going to sit by the oasis, you guys. You guys have fun. Uh, yeah, he, he's like, uh, that'll be five gold for the jug. Ba-dink. Leave. Oh! <laughs> Plop five gold down. Grab the jug silently and walk away. He's yep. he's battling some some inner demons. Ah, that's pretty fucking rude. You know, I've had a bad life. <laughs> I'm a pretty nice guy. Uh, anyway, you were inquiring about the dagger. Uh, yes. Um, where did that come from? Well, it came from the oasis, same as everything else. Uh, more. That's giving me more questions than I initially had. Uh, oh, does well, it, does you know, it... the Oasis is a bit bigger on the inside than it is on the outside, so. Uh, ah. Are there other shops within the Oasis, or? Nope, I'm the only salesman that's been able to survive <laughs> out here. Uh, how much is a health potion? A health potion? That'll run you a solid. You know, you know, seem like a nice lad. I'll cut you a deal. 40 gold. For one? For one. For one. What if we buy two? <laughs> do you do any? That'll be 80 gold. No, uh, buy one, get one. Nope. I, I pull Polly to the side. I'm like, hey, son, uh, now, both you and I can do a little bit of healing on our own. I don't, I don't know if this is a wise mm. investment. Oh, what are the particular strengths of these potions, Mr. Cookie? They heal you. What? Ah. They heal you. Oh. How much is the dagger? Dagger? You know, I'm honestly trying to get rid of this thing. It scares the shit out of me. I'll give it to you for ten gold. <laughs> Ooh, I'll take it. Deal. <laughs> oh, well, uh, okay. Ten gold. Uh, uh, you, you take I the dagger. I hope our adventures are just crossing the countryside picking up strange <laughs> occult items at various mysterious vendors uh, I, throw it with that, son? Uh, I, I put it in between um, the pages of a textbook on a page that I've been trying to save for a while uh, this I don't have a good book fucking hurts me. you to hold <laughs> like you, oh. you hold this thing and it just like it makes you feel physically bad and you get the feeling that if you held onto it for a long time like directly um, that it would uh, you know not be great for you <laughs> Okay, uh, maybe I should have picked it up before I bought it. Uh, 
No refunds. That's the cookie promise. Oh. Can I do any sort of investigation on it before? Is I that throw the way the cookie the crumbles? Ground? You can set it down and investigate it too, or you can just use this briefing. I would also uh, like to investigate this. Yeah, you guys can pour over this thing. Okay. Mendo, you just drinking, or are you investigating? Yeah, I'm just uh, drinking, and uh, I mean, if they need some help, I'll, I'll help out. But I'm just kind of that, and is it is it an investigate? Talking with the pseudodrama. Uh, it is an investigation check, yeah. Okay. Or an arcana check. Or a religion check. Uh, Wait. Oh. Investigation, arcana, or religion. Any of those will apply. So if I have uh, the investigation gotta... clicked on my... Or marked off, does that you mean... you have proficiency with it? Which means I add my proficiency bonus, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, 18. I got a 14. Ooh. An 18. Pouring over it, uh, you... Uh, Leaf Jim, see that this thing is far more ornate within its structure, like this obsidian uh, that it's cut out of. It's like, you know, you're cutting out a piece of glass and sticking in a knife hilt, but the interior of that obsidian seems like masterwork. Like, this thing was made by one of the greatest craftsmen in... Not on this plane, though. This, pl- this thing is touched by some serious fucking evil... And was probably crafted by something or someone very, very evil. Uh, Mendo, you uh, feel just r- r- right at home here for some reason. <laughs> it's probably uh, the booze. There's just something coming from over there that's just so, you know. Mendo, it's, it's like, Mendo, I yell out what, to him. What? 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 Come and what? come and see. I, I I have a feeling that this would go well with with your current robes and your outfit. Come 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 see. He's dressed super edgy. Yeah. Just like a fucking... <laughs> I've just dressed more It, it really goes with your nose ring. I'm... What? I'm, I'm very That's brightly good. colored, thank you. This is the traditional uh, garb of the hat rest people. Come come here, Mendo, because uh, poor Polly... Polly's uh, just can't handle it. Uh, hold this for a second and tell me how you feel. What? When has that ever been a good thing? Why would anyone ever respond to that in a good way? Fine... <laughs> What? Just hand it to me, help first. Swear to God. Okay. Yeah, I do the Boy Scout uh, knife hand where I hold the blade so that yeah, it's, it's just safe. sizzling off your hand. And uh, Mendo, if you do take it, um, uh, as you grip your hand around it, it, you're like, oh shit, this thing is filled with purpose. This thing is gonna, this thing is gonna make shit right. And that's just a fleeting thought that passes through your head. Uh, and you realize that you can make this dagger appear and disappear. Hey, what the hell? See, I just, I could tell you would like it. I don't like it. It just it just like you know you if you concentrate for a second it burns away and your hands are free. Oh, the, you concentrate again it appears in your hand. Wait, Polly paid ten gold for that. It don't, oh, it came back. All it did was hurt me. I'm gonna do an arcana. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Arcana, religion. Nat 20. <gasps> Ooh, yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. Okay, you see. Okay, you better say um, who created this with that kind of. Who was the artist? <laughs> uh, you look into the obsidian, and all of a sudden you are like inside this dagger. And you <laughs> oh my are gosh, co- that's down. like a, a metal band inside the dagger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you 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 are essentially uh, 
surrounded by black semi-opaque glass that is fracturing frac- fracturing off into uh, a bunch of like different like broken mirrors all around you you are essentially in like uh, a mirror dimension and you are looking at a pale face this time it is roughly the same size as a human's you know uh, but it is this pale featureless face floating amongst this uh black mirror <laughs> on Netflix now uh, <laughs> amongst these these black obsidian glass uh, you you see uh, this pale face just floating like a mask in front of you oh that's good uh... <clears throat> hello I've given you the tool oh no I was afraid you were going to say that use them Power begets power begets power begets power. And then you pull out of it uh, and uh, are holding the dagger and uh, your hand is steadier than it ever has been. I think he likes it. Oh, well, what a good bye. Good job, Polly. <laughs> the voices are kind of quieting now. You're not as ticky or as shaky as you were. Shoehorn, where'd you find this? In the jungle, same as everything else. <laughs> the jungle? In the jungle. The oasis. Ju- Cookie, how long have you been out here? <laughs> That's what I figured. All right. Uh, 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 what do you boys say we go and see this? Uh, how big the oasis is on the inside? I I think that's the what we gotta do. I feel like that's an extraordinarily bad idea. <laughs> I think it's a great plan. This is why we came here, because we're going to find these fire cultists, right? We're not going to turn away and run away, right? No, right. We're, we're going to stop drinking so much of that moonshine, right? But, I mean... we got to have our wits about us. Come on, let's go. I hobble towards the oasis. <laughs> he's so drunk that he's like <laughs> barely catching up with what you were saying. Right, yeah. Okay. Uh, I give... I'd make the dagger disappear and give Polly ten gold. Great. Oh, well, thank you. Because <laughs> uh, I love, I love our commerce. <laughs> you guys did y'all didn't want this water then. <laughs> oh, I thought he poured oh, it. Just, just, the just the evil stuff. <laughs> I shake the 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 moonshine <laughs> jug and keep. I walking. thought I thought he no. poured us the water. I'll take the water. Uh, I gave you some water. I have a big jug of water for sale as well. I'll uh, take the water. Uh, great. That'll be ten gold. Oh, Same perfect. The evil day. <laughs> I love commerce. <laughs> do you uh, have any, I love it too. Do you have any son? shirts that say that? Do you sell any shirts that say I love commerce? I, har- I, har- I, like I commerce. tell you what. I'll if y'all are going into the, into that oasis, I'll uh, I'll get to work on that and I'll have them ready by the time you come okay. out. I know a great screen printer. <laughs> and that's a cookie promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cookie. Thank you. You. You, you have a good one now. Thank you. It's so good to not be alone. All right. Well, we're going to leave you alone now. Yep. Yep. Nope. Totally. All right. Hey, guys. I got to go to the bathroom real freaking bad. Yeah. All right. Let's take a little Hydrate. Break. Hydrate. Dangle. 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 I'm there. Uh, we're back. Not going to do the whole intro because, you know, we just took a little break. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, So you guys are heading towards the Oasis, and Cookie pipes up one more time. He says, 
Uh, oh, and uh, by the way, you know, if you if you're heading into that oasis, I'd be careful. Oh, what of Cookie? Well, uh, there's a bunch of troglodytes in there, and uh, exactly they, you know, they eat a lot of food, and when they eat a lot of food, they get a lot smarter. And I saw a bunch of fellows in robes on a bunch of mounts head in there with a truckload of food. So they'll be a little wily. How, how long ago where did those troglodytes get in there, Cookie? Oh, jeez. Let's see. When was the last waxing gibbous? <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Very I'd recently. Anywhere between three weeks ago and four years ago. <laughs> uh. Well, do you have any idea what they might be doing in there? Uh, same thing troglodytes always goddamn do, is they eat a bunch of fucking food and then steal a bunch of food when they run out of food. Mm. But you seem like decent folks, so if you end up out of there and I'm not here, you can come to my house. It's a few miles south of here. Due south, that is. Oh. Well, we appreciate that, Cookie. Uh, thank you for selling us your wares and giving us some tips. Bye. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> I, ah, he just like it shuts down the shop. It's just uh, it's like a full uh like uh sh- like metal dome that he rips out of the sand and covers. Oh, charming. I love new cultures. <laughs> All right. 5 minutes of silence. <laughs> How far uh, away is this oasis? Yeah. <laughs> Literally like 20 feet away. <laughs> All right. Well, uh who wants to go first? I'll go. All right. I'll, I'll go next. Oh. Wait, why am I in front? I was about oh, to say, go in front. shouldn't I, I be going a... first since I'm the juiciest? <laughs> well, then we won't be able to see over you. <laughs> so thick. Do you, what? Okay. It doesn't uh, matter to me. I, we can see underneath him, though. <laughs> yes, yes, you're right. All right, my good boy. Polly, you go first. I'm going in first. All right, Polly uh, rushes headlong into the oasis. Uh, Polly, as you step foot on the green grass of the oasis, it, uh, the oasis itself is this 10-foot uh, sort of di- diameter circle, uh, which has green grass and, like, perfect, like, lawn grass green. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're very familiar, Polly. Uh, a small pond, a bubbling pond in its center, and a single palm tree providing shade overhead. <laughs> Uh, as you step foot on the grass, you your foot goes into the grass and sinks into mud in something shorter than the blink of an eye. You are surrounded completely and on all sides by... You are in a jungle. You are fully in a jungle. Dark, deep canopies overhead. Huge, rushing river to your right. Uh, thick forest to your left. And you see directly behind you is a small 10-foot patch of sand. Ah. Um, we cut back to the desert where you guys are have just seen Polly. He s- stepped one foot onto the oasis and disappeared. Oh, well. Um... Knowledge Arcana. Knowledge Arcana. <laughs> yes, roll that Arcana check. <laughs> oh. 11? I but, think... I mean, you, can, you don't think oh, you I, died. I, you know? I rolled a natural 20, <laughs> okay. and I'm like, I think this is not supposed to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were fully yeah, expecting it. I was like, he said it was bigger, so I uh, imagine. As a druid, you know that there are natural portals, not only to other planes of existence, but also to other physical locations on Proxima. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is either a planar gate or a physical gate. 
a teleportation circle of sorts. Um, I thought that they were directly probably created me. by a druid. <laughs> I thought they were directly behind me, and I'm just like watching the sand, like, like with eager anticipation. <laughs> yeah, Mendo. Okay, that's the worst that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you uh, fall. <laughs> face first into the oasis onto the dagger and are sobered up by uh the fact that you come up like smooth criminal style uh out out of the sand uh you're just like you see him like uh you see first his figure appears in the sand and then he whoosh flies up and out of it until he is standing beside you mendo hat rest Hey, Mendo! Oh, jung- he meant jungle. It's... He he literally meant yeah, jungle. Okay, I thought he was just... We're following after them. All right. Uh, do you do anything? To, what, do you, like, cannonball or anything? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, like, grab onto a vine from a tree as I, like... You grab the vine, and you just appear grabbing a vine in the jungle. <laughs> uh, and are just, like, hanging, like, way more than your height. About, you're, like, ten feet above the ground. Hi, God. Help! <laughs> uh, she's real. How high is she off the ground? She's ten feet off the ground. Okay, I reach up and I and I grab her because that's my wingspan. Great. Oh, uh, yes. You, thank you. you. You snatch her out of the. My tall uh, boy. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, wow! Uh, Would you look at this jungle? He meant a literal oh. jungle. Wow. You know, I think that Cookie knows what he's talking about. No, no, the shoehorns are notoriously crazy. Well, I would like to <laughs> roll and see if I notice if there's any pathways or what I, you know, just right. investigation, uh, you know, see what's around me. Give me, me. survival. Give me survival, survival yeah. check. Or perception. Your choice. That's a nat one. <laughs> Ooh, nat one. From nat uh, twenty yeah. to nat one. Um, you, you Polly pulled you down so hard that he like accidentally stuck you in your mud up to your eyes, and it covered your glasses and all. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jim, Jim. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> okay, I climb out of the mud. And... Now you have sand and mud in your teeth. Uh. Uh, anyone else like to make a survival survival or perception check? You're welcome to. Uh, you all throw some perceptions, and uh, so will the pseudo. Yeah, yes. I will roll a perception check. Uh, Twinkie will not. Uh, the yet unnamed pseudo dragon gets a nat 16. I got a six. Mendo 14. I guess like after I add all my proficiencies, though, it would have been a six. <laughs> uh, pseudo dragon, it just in case is a plus three right, to perception. Oh, fantastic! A pseudo dragon gets a 19. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Leaf Jim, you with mud on your glasses is like the same level of observant as Polly, <laughs> just in general. I'm just looking around. Just fully. <laughs> I keep walking yeah, into yeah, branches yeah. as I'm looking around. Yeah, first jungle. Uh, what are these what green the, things? What the fuck is this? <laughs> the pseudo dragon, however, uh, sniffs around. He has like a um, yeah, he he has a bit of the bile from the troglodyte, and he's sniffing at it, and then just points. Uh, down river. Uh, uh, there, there seems to be... He can talk to me. Uh, yeah, there, there seems to be a riverbank-like path that, that follows the river's winding path. You, he does point out also that to the west, to y'all's left, uh, there are some broken broken trees and stuff that do, does suggest that uh, some people may have been west as well, but the only clear path that you guys can follow uh, without like risking getting lost in the jungle would be uh, this river path. And that's where he's he senses the troglodytes? Well, uh, 
this guy says up north we got trogs and on to the west Nicholas might be Nicholas some other... Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cedar Dragon perks up. <laughs> oh, who's my good Nicky? Nick. <laughs> oh my god, it's little Nicky. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Oh god. Just fully if we name it, we have to keep it, and I'm just. If we name it, we have to keep it. <laughs> the Shane Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, north to troglodytes, apparently. Along the, this river path, but there's some kind of clearing out to the that way. Hmm. Well, I know that we just met this little dragon not too long ago, but I I trust its sense of smell. Let's go find those troglodytes. I was thinking maybe we should go investigate uh, the clearing first. You know, there's a cool little shop. Maybe there's not a shop, but something else cool. I think Cookie's the only merchant around these parts. He made that clear. Looks like you're the deciding vote, Mendo. Unless Twinkie and... Polly, odds or evens? Evens! I say we go find those troglodytes. Okay. Democracy rules. Maybe if we... I, I don't want to be ambushed by them. It might make more sense to just at least get a, get a sense of them. Uh, so what did we land on? Which way are we heading? Down the river. We're going to follow the river. Down the river path. All right, uh, our party continues down. Just around the riverbed. Just around the riverbed. Should. Uh, you guys continue uh, uh, on, and uh, you know, it, eventually the path widens so that it's not so tight between you know the tree line and the rivers, and you guys can actually have uh, a, a you know uh, a decently comfortable walk for a ways. Uh, although uh, it is not long before you catch a scent and hear some shuffling. They rolled very poorly on their stealth checks. Uh, <laughs> you see there are three troglodytes all sucking at broken bones, trying to get the marrow out of them, and they stand next to this big wooden basket filled with uh, bones uh, that have been picked clean of their meat. Uh, can we tell uh, what kind of bones? To be, uh, you can s give me a perception check, look. Twelve. Uh, you can tell that there are uh, bones of varying sizes. So, oh. you know, if, uh, you know, all different kinds of creatures, definitely some humanoids in there. Uh, Great. And, but most mostly like uh, animal rib cages, okay. uh, mostly small. Uh, but now, but on top, there are a lot more like large, like bovine uh, uh, rib structures. Uh, and uh, would everyone give me a stealth check because you've gotten close enough to see them? Pseudo Dragon gets plus four to stealth. Fantastic. Uh, you can roll for him if you like. Fifteen. Oh, sure. Uh, well, I got an eight. An eighteen for Mendo. What was that for Leaf Jim? Fifteen. Fifteen for Leaf Jim. Uh, plus Dex is uh, nineteen. Sorry. Great. I. And Pseudo Dragon nine. Great. And Polly, you roll with disadvantage because of your heavy armor. Wow. Already, even with that, uh, I got a six. Great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I will say that three of you guys have to pass to pass as a group. But two bad rolls. Uh, you guys are moving through. Polly and, uh, of course, Polly and uh, this and Nicholas, which we're now calling him. Oh, why does Nicholas have to have his own role? Uh, they are leading the charge. They each snap on, like, not even, they're like, uh, they avoid a bunch of small twigs and just snap a branch in half I'm with his heavy boot. walking into branches with my face <laughs> this whole time. Boom, boom. 
Uh, yeah, you, you're tiptoeing around branches on the ground, and there's smack into one. You shake, shakes the whole tree, uh, and you see these troglodytes look at you and go, Oh shit, they're here for the feast! Kill them! Now, fellas, let's talk about this. Roll initiative. Let's kill them right back. Uh. Alright, uh, Leaf Jim, what was your initiative? Oh, uh, yeah, so I add one to 17. And Mendo? 12. And Polly. Six. Oh, boy. You, you guys make this loud noise. Uh, really, Polly does. Uh, and uh, Leaf Jim, you are able to react quicker than uh, these bloated and sticky troglodytes. Uh, so can I do two bonus actions? Uh, no, you only can use one bonus action on a turn and only something And that... they are on the other side of the river. Uh, no, they are on the same side of the river as y'all. Uh, they are... Let me roll for that, actually. They are 40 feet away. I'm going to uh, ready my shillelagh and use spike growth. The range is 150 feet, and the ground in a 20-foot radius centered on a point within the range twists and sprouts hard spikes and thorns. The area becomes difficult terrain for the duration, and when a creature moves into or within the area, it takes 2D for piercing damage for every five feet it travels. Great. Uh, yeah. You guys see uh, Leafjum reaches a hand out, and you guys see all these subtle little spikes and spines appear amongst the deep jungle grass uh, that this area is occupied by. And you see it just immediately begins to like pierce into the areas around the troglodytes. And you see at the same time she pulls out her, uh, she pulls out her cane and fully transforms it into a knotted club. Come at me, you troglodytes. She says, adjusting her fedora. <laughs> uh, uh, they gulp. Uh, 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 would you like to move or anything else? Mm, I will go closer to them, yes. How much closer? They're 40 feet away. You can use up to, I think, 25 feet. Mm, uh, yeah, I'll go 25. Right, you get the t- full 25 there, and you don't enter the difficult terrain, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to set that a, fur- a bit further back. All right, great. Uh, you move 25 feet forward to the edge mm-hmm. of your difficult t- terrain. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. And are... Because I want to taunt them. I want them to come closer to me because they can't see the spikes. Uh, yeah, they're dumb motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and they don't even know to make that perception check. They just know they want to hit you. So uh, next is a troglodyte. Uh, you see he uh, shouts out, I'm going to have another meal. <laughs> and, uh, starts moving towards you. He moves five feet. And <laughs> tell me that damage again. Uh, 2d4. 2d4 for every five feet it moves? Yep, 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 yep. yep. Oh, my God. So, okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, that's uh, three. It takes three damage as it moves uh, five feet. And it's just like, oh, what the hell? And let's see. It needs to move 15 feet to get to you. Uh, it will have to do that. It does not have any uh, weapons. Uh, so, uh, it will move another five feet, take another 2d4 damage. That is another five damage. As this thing is already looking horribly unhealthy. And the last five feet. Uh, oh my god, this thing is... This thing dies. <laughs> It's just like a cut being like spikes are shooting up and like like uh, it's just slicing its Achilles and other <laughs> tendons in its legs as it's and they're shooting up every time it tries to go forward until it just yeah it gets its legs torn out from under it goes face down in these spines and they just 
wrap around and consume the troglodyte. Um, this next one's gonna go. It's gonna start throwing bones. <laughs> uh, yeah, at you, Leaf Gem. The first roll is a seventeen to hit. Mm, that hits. Uh, it will uh, throw one bone at you. Uh, I'm gonna say this is an improvised weapon. A D4. It hits you for four bludgeoning damage and throws a second bone, uh, which misses you wide with a natural four. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, it, it throws those two bones. Uh, <laughs> one of the troglodytes is dead. There's two left. Um, Mendo, that is your turn. Cool. Let's mm, let's see. Leap gems in my way, isn't she? Um, you can certainly side strafe in order to like if you're trying to shoot. Yeah, let's dust off some classics. Uh, I'm gonna side strafe, <laughs> uh, try to get her out of here, and try to get the two suckers in a cone distance, and burn them. Great, you uh, you skirt around to the west, uh, and uh, you know just skirt the, the edge of this. Uh, what's the length on that cone? Sixty. No, wait, never mind. Uh, I'm way off. That's fifteen feet, so I'd have to cover a lot more ground. You know what? Let's... Uh, we did we did establish though that uh, you know. Leaf Gem is 15 feet away from the ones that are in the thing, so you can get you can get uh, you can get them both in a cone. Let's do it. Uh, if you head west, yeah, uh, you strafe west and stay at the edge of the difficult terrain and uh, blast a cone in at them. Go ahead. Uh, they make deck save, correct? Yes, dexterity saving throw. Uh, that's a natural 18 for the first one passes. Natural three for the second one fails. Cool. And uh, that is 40. Uh, 46 to each, and uh, only half to the save. So, first one. Great. So, yeah, roll those four d6. It's just going to be the same damage. One of them will take half. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Then we, and that's plus. How do I know if I add my just, ability to it? I always miss You add thing. nothing. You just add, uh, for most spell attacks, it's, uh, for that or spells, it's just the uh, d6s. 11 to both. Or 11. 11 yeah. to one of them. Uh, one of them takes half. That's five because you round down. Whee! In this edition. So, uh, one takes 11 damage. You, like, okay, you, Mendo rushes forward, uh, lights a cone of fire out of his hands, and, uh, completely engulfs one of the troglodytes, almost dead. I'm like, I think I got this, Mendo. <laughs> They're only throwing bones. <laughs> uh, Mendo, does this flame ignite things as well? I think so. Let's see. I think, but it's, uh, the fire ignites any flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn yep. or carried. All right. You see the big basket of bones that they're pulling things out of lights on fire. It takes that 11 damage and the ropes begin just snapping and this whole thing's going to collapse and, uh, spill a bunch of bones out. Uh, that is going to be this next troglodyte's turn. He goes... Oh, fuck it. We need help. And he just uses his attacks to try and bite and claw at, uh, uh, and he will hit uh, at this basket to try and make a bunch of noise. He bites clean through the ropes on his first attack, <laughs> cutting through and allowing all the bones to spill out a loud crash as they all hit the forest floor and fall over each other, bouncing off of rocks. You see a ton of birds take off into the sky and a loud noise rings out throughout the jungle. If that was his first attack, he'll then use his... Uh, actually, I'm going to make him make a deck save to not get crushed by bones. He <laughs> passes, uh, dodges the bones, and is going to throw one at you, uh, but misses hard. That ends his turn. Uh, that is now Polly's turn. Awesome. Um, how many how many trogs are left? Uh, two left, one badly burned, one just got licked. Okay, uh... <laughs> 
Um, I'm going to approach the deadly plant circle, but not go in, and then hurl a javelin at the the de- the the badly hurt one. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, you see a badly burned troglodyte, the one that just took uh, that just took down the basket and threw a bone. Uh, you take aim with your javelin at him. Go ahead and roll. That's a 20. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which means I give him uh, seven damage. Uh, you fully finish him, if you'd like to describe it. Okay. Uh, he's still talking. He's about his whole bone thing. And uh, I notice <laughs> the, a bullseye circle of a, of a trog mouth. Uh, so I go and I go aiming for that, going back to my school days. And that javelin hit hit the bullseye that is his mouth. Uh, big time. Yeah, you pin him to a tree, javelin style. Yeah. Good throw. Leaf Jim, that's back up to you. There's only one troglodyte left. Is he the one who threw a bone at me the first time? That is the one that threw a bone that threw bones at you the first time. Because he's pretty healthy. Uh, he's he's kind of. None of them are very healthy. <laughs> uh, these are kind of bottom of the barrel like troglodytes that are, you know, just picking at the scraps bargain bin troglodytes over here <laughs> these are bargain bin troglodytes these are great value troglodytes i'm going to use my poison spray cantrip all right what's the range on that 10 feet oh but wait i'm 15 feet so you are 15 feet away uh oh, wait if i do that uh it's my thorns are gonna stop because that's a concentration spell right um not if it's a cantrip you can con- keep concentration and cast other spells it's just if you're hit you have to make a concentration check Actually, you were hit, right? weren't you, by one of these bones? Yes. So go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw quick and tell me what you get. Uh, 14. Uh, you pass, you're able to maintain concentration. But you can dispel it. It, it. it doesn't take an action or anything to just stop concentrating. Uh, yeah, yes. So now that I'm realizing that they're little weak boys, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let them think that the spikes are still there. But I'm, uh, I'm, instead, I'm gonna go up five feet and I'm going to then use my poison spray. Right, you you let the spikes descend back into the earth and poison spray. Great, uh, he makes a con saving throw. That's a three, <laughs> fully fails. Oh, that will be an 11. <laughs> oh, <laughs> finish him, just finish him. I, okay. I say, well, it would have been nice if had you invited us to the feast, but because you didn't and you weren't very welcoming, well, now, now I, I uh, and I, I spray poison out of my hand and he chokes on it and dies. Um, Polly notices that it smells like the tea that Leaf Jim drinks all the time. Yeah, it, do- it does fully smell like the chamomile uh, that she's usually serving you. And uh, yeah, it, all these, all these, this uh, flower dust travels through the air, this pollen, uh, and uh, he starts. And he just starts hacking. And coughing, and it takes him like ten minutes to <laughs> die. <laughs> we all stare in horror. Uh, and this tro- last troglodyte is dead. You guys have not seen Leaf Jim cast a lot of spells uh, up to this point, but she just like wrecked these guys. <laughs> it's all right, boys. You can come out now. Or, you're standing right is, next to you. Can I? <laughs> will the poison get me? Oh no, it's all, it's all gone now. It's oh, it's in his lungs. Okay, good. I walk and get my javelin. <laughs> <laughs> you just yank it out of this guy's stomach. Yeah. He's nailed to a tree. I quietly listen. I quietly whisper to myself, first place. All right, boys. Now, where do we think these troglodytes are hiding? And as you say that, you guys hear 
trees shaking en masse to the north and you feel Jurassic Park style, uh, you see the bottle of moonshine begins rippling and rippling as a heavy stench <laughs> fills your nose. Can I, can I roll and see if I can feel if it's an animal or not? <laughs> it's troglodytes and that's sure, a later session. <laughs> pretty sure it's not an animal. <laughs> Uh, you guys uh, have entered Trog territory, and uh, we'll see what happens next time. Troglodyte Park. Troglodyte Park. Uh, That's the us, name of this episode. Catch us next week for Troglodyte Park. That's the name of next episode. <laughs> this uh, name of this episode is Cookies Stand. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Co- the Cookie Guarantee. Oh, <laughs> the cookie guarantee. <laughs> this is the Cookie Guarantee. Oh, catch us next week I like cookies. for Troglodyte Park. Uh and we'll see you next week guys uh, when i say dingle you say dangle but i haven't said it yet so you can say whatever you want oh well now hey. i'm just bubbling over with anticipation dongle dingle yeah, dangle dingle Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on at DingDangPod on all social media or send us an email at DingDangPod at gmail.com. 